welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Welcome back to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Well, if you listened to our last session on volunteering, you learned about how to select a nonprofit, connect with a nonprofit, and become a volunteer and get involved. And this is specific to your investment back into the community or to a cause or to improve a social condition. Well, now that you're in the nonprofit and you've done everything you needed to do and you've been voted in on the board or you're part of a board committee, what do you do now? How do you best engage that nonprofit and give them your best and in turn get the best out of that nonprofit to you? Well, there's three things we're going to focus on and how to do that. The first thing is how do you know what's expected of you as a board member? The second thing, how do you acquire the tools and resources to do your job effectively? And the third thing, how can you do what you do best every day for that nonprofit? So let's tackle the first one. How do you know what's expected of you as a board member? Well, if your nonprofit doesn't have a written job description for the board member or a list of expectations, such as what meetings you need to attend, how much you may need to contribute, if you're responsible for recruiting volunteers or donors or other board members, these things should be in writing and very clear. And if your nonprofit doesn't have that, we at Hunger for Success can provide you ours or you can help them write their own. Just like in your job, written expectations not only gives you clarity in what your role is, but provides us a mechanism to review outcomes. Are you doing what you need to do? Are you achieving the goals of the board member for the nonprofit? And that doesn't have to be an overwhelming list. That doesn't have to be uh, difficult. It just has to be clear. How many events do you need to attend? During the meetings, are you responsible for presenting or not? And if you're working on a subcommittee, how many times can you meet to make sure you have a sufficient report for the board? And these expectations will help you manage your time so you don't feel overwhelmed or burnt out volunteering for the nonprofit. So the second thing we want to talk about is how do you get the materials, resources, tools to do your job as a board member? Well, you should be getting financial reports, Maybe report on a strategic plan if the nonprofit has it. But you can also get program reports. You can also go to events and programs and meet the people that you're serving and learn from them, learn from groups. Now, typically, board members don't engage your direct staff. That's for the executive director to do. But you may want to work with your executive director and meet with a program director or an outreach coordinator maybe once a month or once a quarter, just to get the idea of what they're doing and maybe what struggles and opportunities they have that you can support as a board member. 
The other place to get tools and resources is looking at your government communication. It could be federal, state, city, county. And look at articles and research and situations that affect your nonprofit or the people that you serve. This information is vital for any board member to make the appropriate decisions, not just on policy, not just on financial investment, but governance. Governance is critical, not just with the IRS, but to make sure you are operating with the highest integrity possible. So the third thing is, how do you do what you do best every day for the nonprofit? Every single volunteer has an expertise. Could be cooking, could be financial, could be human resources, could be communication, could be design, could be the network of people that you know. All of these facets are important. But what you need to know about nonprofits are sometimes they can't recruit for every discipline that they need. So if you're a marketing expert coming into a nonprofit, and the nonprofit says, look, we're having a tough time getting people on our HR committee. Can you just be on the HR committee and help us? Because we have enough marketing people. Well, you're a good person and generous. I get that. And you may want to say, okay, that's fine. I'll help out in HR. But what we would ask you to do is really think about your expertise, what you do best, and push back a little and say, look, nonprofit, I know you need HR people but I'm a marketing expert and that's what's going to engage me the most. That's what's going to keep me interested and energized and intrigued with your organization. So why don't I try to find an HR person for you, help you with that. But I need to be on the marketing team because that's where my passion is and that's what I do best. When volunteers surrender and just say, okay, I'll go with the flow, there's a higher burnout rate, you're disengaged, and some can become resentful that they're doing something they really don't want to do. And it takes away from the whole person of, the whole process of giving back to your community. So this will take some work with the executive director. It'll take some work with the other board members. Because what you do best is critical for your engagement with this nonprofit. And if you don't focus on that, you diminish your capacity to make a difference. So it's okay to push back a little. It's okay to help the board. But also keep in mind, even if you're doing what you do best and you're observing the board meetings and you're observing the way operationally the organization runs, you may find a gap. Hey, we need somebody who's an expert in marketing or programming or copy editing, or human resources, benefits, compensation, insurance. As a board member, then you need to recruit someone with that expertise, something that others do well, to make sure the nonprofit is getting all the advice and guidance that's necessary. Our nonprofit organizations need to survive through tax issues, through government issues, through community issues, through funding issues, they're important to survive because without nonprofits, people in need can't be served. People with specific diseases, people with specific needs that aren't addressed locally or nationally need representation. So it's really important for you, the new volunteer, 
to make sure you are doing what you do best every day for that nonprofit to really elevate and sustain their work over time. Now, if you have a great volunteer experience that you'd like to share, something you're proud of on your board, something your board recently did that you're really proud of, could you share it with us? Go to our website at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S.org. Contact us and share your information so we can feature it on our next podcast. Well, it's Thanksgiving today, and we at Hunger for Success are very grateful for all of the support of our communities of California, Washington, and Oregon. We're grateful for the 80 participants that are working in our program that are finding and keeping family wage jobs. And we're grateful for all of you for listening and being a part of our Career Mentor Podcast. Hunger for Success wishes you and your family a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. And we look forward to listening to you next time on the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2018.